This episode is brought to you by Bullet Wealth. It's a new YouTube channel. It's got a lot of interesting facts about like financial advice. It's hosted by Scott Merrick. He's the owner of Maya Wealth, a wealth management company. And so he has the experience and the know-how. It's very entertaining. You can get a nice little financial segmented education if you go to Bullet Wealth on YouTube. Check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel Production. You were at the beach? What were we doing? Yeah, no, I was just, uh, you know, that's that's basically it, right? You know, I was showing out on the beach. I was trying to do some work out there, but um, Wi-Fi was shoddy, so I, I wanted to be able to come back home and be uh, be good for you. But just yeah, another, day, another day in the life, man. Just, you know, sit, sit out on the beach, you know, doing your work and uh, just thinking about life and all that, all that good stuff that we're going to get into. Yeah, yeah. We've been working together for years now and uh never met like or seen each other (laughs) so uh it's nice to meet you in person you you run like modern athletic health the uh, the website and what else do you have going on too yeah we got uh i got modern athletic health Uh, i've had that since like 2015 i started a supplement company back in 2017 uh human performance science so I got that on the side, just a little passion project, nothing too crazy. You don't put like a lot of time or energy or effort into it. It's kind of just one of those things I, I you know, I did for myself because I figure I'm using all these supplements all the time. I might as well, um, you know, see if I can turn it into a little side business, you know, get some some other uh, connections going and things like that. So we have the uh, the supplement company, Modern Athletic Health. We have Windfluence, um, Presence Media Group. It's like my, uh, my marketing company, Windfluence. We do all these giveaways and... Um, you know, celebrity and athletes and musicians, um, public yeah. figures. Yeah, we do, we work with micro influencers, so we're doing a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there's always something going on, right? Got to yeah. stay busy, keep the mind going. Right. Yeah. Keep keep the money flowing, the mind going. <laughs> yeah. You keep the mind going, the money flows. So. That's yeah. All it is. <laughs> uh. So what's, what's the, one of the, like the latest projects you're working on right now with anyone or anything in particular? I'm, yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, I'm, I'm spending the majority of my time. The, uh, the influencer space is just huge. You know, everyone is, especially when 2020 hit, um, that's really when things, I was really well positioned at that point anyways, but when so many people, um, had, you know, were forced to go digital, um, we just really saw the demand for that kind of explode. And basically the last two years has been, um, you know, just servicing all those clients, um, making new, new connections, new clients, and then figuring out ways to kind of scale up because at this point it's almost like I'm not even taking on new clients, um, which is a, it's a cool position to be in, but it's weird. Cause I'm, I'm so used to, um, you know, that mindset of, you know, going out there, hustling, grinding, drumming up business, trying to, you know, put your, yourself out there in, in a world where there's, you know, so many people doing these types of things. Um, yep. now we, we can't really, uh, even keep up with it. So, you know, going through the hiring process, looking for project managers, um, I mean, you name it, we're just, you know, full on growth right now, full on growth stages. And, uh, it's a, it's a weird position to be in 
because I come from the mindset of, um, you know, that underdog role, right? Where you're just, you always feel like you're kind of playing catch up, playing from behind. And it's like, I was thinking about this the other day, like, and I, when I knew it was coming on, I was thinking about it. It's like you, um, you know, you play that underdog role. You can only play the underdog role for so long. And then one day you wake up and you're like, wait, you know, I, you know, you get to that point where you almost feel like you quote made it. And then you kind of have to take a step back and just enjoy it for a second, but then think like, you know, what's next? Because, you know, and people like you and me, I think we're pretty much one of the same. There's no, there's really no stopping. There's no turning it off. Right. So it's just kind of one thing to the next, to the next, but also along the way, learning to kind of slow down take a breath and enjoy the journey. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you know, you only go so fast, so long and, uh, you know, you got to have some fun along the way too. So, yeah, no, that's, that sounds so much like something I would say because you get like a few minutes to enjoy the success, and before you, you know, you can't sit there and revel in it for too long. And I tip, I, right. you know, I take psychedelics from time to time, and that's okay. typically <laughs> when it all hit me, like you made it like you're doing it. Like, this is it. This is what you wanted. Right. Or in- what else, what else are you looking for? You know, like what, what else are you trying to do? But, um, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, and I've never done psychedelics, but I mean, I would love to hear more <laughs> on that, your thoughts with it, but just, it just, you know, it's like, I never even stop and take a moment to look at the mountain or the trees or the, you know, feel the breeze and, yep. you know, that's why I want to be out here. I mean, it's, it's a blessing to just, you know, you, you have your own little, your spot, you know, like I'm here on the beach or in the mountains to just, you know, kind of take a step back and, and once in a while, like just look up, come up for air and be like, all right, you know, there's still work to be done. There's still so much more we want to accomplish so much more you want to do, but you know, I'm 33. I don't know how you, how old you are, but it really took me, you know, the last, okay. Took me, yeah, it took me about, you know, 10 years of, of really being fully self-employed on my own, figuring it all out to get to this point today. And it's a, it's a pretty, I'm st- it's still fresh, you know, basically January it hit me, um, you know, that this was the year to kind of take a step back, but, you know, take a step back in the short term, but then full speed ahead, you know, basically since like February and March, it's been, it's been awesome. So you haven't felt any of this economic downturn? Honestly, no. Uh, nice. I see it. I see it all around. Um, yeah. so I feel it personally. I mean, here and there a little bit, obviously, like things like inflation and like gas is insane. Um, right. You know, things like that. You feel it. You notice it. But um, I think if you're if you're smart with your money and finances, you know, along the way, um, you're you're prepared for these types of things and you write it right. out. And uh, that's really yeah. That's that's been my mindset for the last you know five years really. When I when 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 I started to really educate myself because I, uh, my whole family, we were never into like the markets or, um, you know, investing or retirement funds. Like my dad was a self-employed, uh, you know, restaurant owner. My mom, she just retired actually this year. Uh, God bless her. worked in a school system. So she, you know, I've seen two ends of the spectrum, you know, where that job security, that, that steady, you know, day job with the, the benefits and, and the uh, paid vacations and all that stuff. And then I've seen the other end on my dad, um, you know, who was basically <laughs> working seven days a week my entire life. And, you know, God bless him. It was, it was all he knew, you know, it was all, uh, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing, but he was never present. Right. So I learned from that experience of, you know, you can work seven days a week, you can grind, you can make all the money in the world. You can have all the things, which we did. And then we lost it because <laughs> 20, uh, 2008 with the financial crisis. But I mean, coming from, seeing that um you know basically having everything handed to me as a kid up until i was like 18 19 years old i was an entitled little shit man and um you know the world comes crashing down around you and uh you kind of get kick into survival mode and uh i tried working for people i got out of college you know i tried following that you know tried and true steady i almost became a cop actually and um yeah i'm glad i didn't it's everything works out or doesn't work out for a reason but um Totally. Yeah, man, it's a cra- crazy world, crazy life, but um, you know, just find your place and make the best of it. Enjoy it. Yeah, your spread path. Spread some love, spread some light. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so you look, I mean, you look like you might have taken a psychedelic or two, but I maybe get that you're... a lot, man. No one believes me when I tell them. I've never done no. psychedelic. I smoke a ton of weed, don't get me wrong, but I mean, that's oh. it. <laughs> that's it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, super I'm interested just... in the psychedelic stuff. Well, and. In time, you know, when the right. time 
outcomes or whatever, um, it, it does, you know, it calls to you, it comes to you, whatever, when the time is right and, or, you know, or whatever, that's kind of one of the philosophies of psychedelics. So when the time is right, it's, it'll mm -hmm. be right, but it's definitely not necessary for a happy, healthy life. Um, especially sure. if you didn't become a cop, if you had become a cop, <laughs> you might've needed it sooner yeah. because that shit yeah. can, I mean, like, you know, I was in the army and I've been to right, right. war twice and that kind of shit just fucks with you. And like, I'm just now sleeping 10 years later. I got out when I was like your age, wow. I got, you know, I went in at 26, got out around 33 and, um, it just took a long time. And it was, it's not like I'm walking around with these disturbing thoughts or nightmares. It was more like this physical jarring, just like I couldn't rest. I couldn't let go of, yeah. To relax until yeah, your body was just yeah. you're still yeah still like in that that mindset of, of survival right and yeah that, that shit it's that stress that's constant you you know that parasympathetic versus uh sympathetic nervous system all that good stuff yeah it's a lot man it's a lot it's a lot to uh to break out of and, and release and let go like you said and really just relax so your body can rest I've been meditating uh, yes. ever since. Yeah. Well, and I've been meditating for years, but I just got the actual like training for transcendental meditation. Sure. And it just that's I think I, I think that's playing a huge part in it. I'm smoking less sativa, mm -hmm. which might you know like I feel like that was not helping me sleep. I'm smoking like more indica. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, everyone's a little bit different. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you have ADD and they give you Adderall, it's going to calm you down. But I mean, if you have any issues, you know, you're smoking a, a heavy sativa, I mean, that's going to, that's going to exacerbate it. You're going to be feeling it. You're going to be mind racing, all that stuff. I notice it. Yeah. And I didn't used to, you know, when I first started using it, it was kind of like, you could smoke whatever. I didn't know, you know, it, was, it all exactly. felt good. <laughs> yep. But, um, uh, yeah, but then you really start to educate yourself and understand, um, you know, all the different, you know, the terpenes and the, uh, cannabinoids that are in there and how they mm -hmm. really are affecting and all the research that's coming out. I mean, it, it's an exciting, uh, field for sure. Uh, that, and, you know, the psychedelics, the therapeutic benefits of it, all like the psilocybin, microdosing, all that good stuff. I think the research we'll see coming out, um, you know, especially as it all gets kind of legalized and pushed through this, through the, you know, the regulations, we'll start to see some really interesting research. I'm pretty excited because I notice, and I, ex I experiment with my body a lot with, um, like nootropics and, you know, the marijuana and other, types of supplements and, and what have you. And, um, the marijuana definitely adds a layer to it. You know, there, there's some, some serious, um, effects within the body that I, I just don't think anyone really understands from a, a medical standpoint yet. So I'm excited to see where, where that all goes. What kind of nootropics are you experienced experimenting with? Um, so I use, I use shilajit, uh, fulvic acid a lot. I like that. I like, um, Alpha GPC is something I just reintroduced that I've noticed a big uh, effect in like um, energy and motivation, um, just like kind of enhancing my mood. Um, Area Gerensis is kind of like a stimulant nootropic. That's something I really like. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. I mean, I use like a lot of the, the different carnitine salts, um, which can have some effects. I mean, there's a whole laundry list. I, I can't really off the top of my head remember what they are. I just kind of have them sitting in a little cabinet and every morning I pull them out. I know what they are. I did the research. I know what I'm supposed to be taking. Right. But, um, you know, Oh, L-carnitine, L-carnitine yeah, yeah, yeah. salt. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, L-carnitine. That. That's good stuff. Um, I need to there's one other them. one. There's one other one that I really like that I take alongside the alpha GPC, um, GPC. uh, citicoline, the CDP. Yeah. See, I don't want to say CDP five. I don't want to give out the wrong information, but citicoline it's called, Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm interested in all that stuff just for yeah. optimi you know, optimization. I want to be my best self. And for sure. I do, sure. I do like TRT mm -hmm. and a little bit of HGH, but do I've you? kind of, I, I, I cut back. You want to be able to tell these guns because <laughs> it's so, you know, minuscule. What I, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, um, I don't want to, get like be risky and take too much or try so it's just like whatever i do it's very like micro dose level yes um and i i, I can echo that i uh i've been on trt for uh 
I was since I was like 25 because I did a lot of dumb shit as a kid uh, that I didn't know what I was doing. You know, lots yeah. of steroids and everyone was trying to be huge and, and, and jacked and strong and all that fun stuff. And uh, I had no idea what I was doing. And I totally, I totally screwed my system up. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I had, I, I know, and I'm not embarrassed to say, you know, it's a learning process. It's life. You know, I had terrible low T, terrible symptoms, you know, at the you know, mid twenties. Um, and yeah, I've been on it for a while, but I've experimented with the doses as well with my doctors and like, yeah, you, that stuff's strong, man. You don't need a lot. I've gone up to try to like mimic the effects of like a small cycle and it just mentally, physically I was fine, but mentally I didn't like it. I did not like the way I felt. Exactly. More than, yeah. It's not worth it. it um, yeah. You want to be yeah, balanced. Being, yeah. Uh, and that kind of, it was, it was causing lots of anxiety, um, lots of mood swings. So, I mean, yeah, that, that stuff's all true when you, you know, those stories you hear, it's, it's not stuff to kind of be messing around with, but. <laughs> yeah i did i i remember as a teenager i got like a cycle but it was like pills and it was i did like three or four weeks or six weeks or something i don't think i i don't i didn't i know i didn't mess anything up there i just i really started taking it around 35 which okay. i hear you know joe rogan well yeah i mean that's that's an appropriate age yeah i mean i can i can get on board with that for sure yeah just to keep the levels I, I want it to be slightly higher than normal, but for like a normal, healthy 20 something year old. And sure. I, and I had, I had regular like T levels. I went to this clinic and I was, I just wanted to be kind of more jacked and she gave yeah. it to me ultimately after not that much convincing. She was like, right, <laughs> right. It was a little too easy, but yeah, but I'm not, I, I, I never, I just, like I said, I'm not, I don't think I'm abusing it. Um, there's sure. been moments where I've, I remember I took like Clomid or some kind of anti-estrogen yeah. thing. Yeah. And then I fucking, I know there's been two instances where I've like lost it and like threw shit because. And really? I, and, yeah. The, the Clomid and, and, did that too? That's interesting. Well, and I don't know if it was a coincidence or um, just, well, it, you know, or it was the Clomid, but it was, it, yeah. it definitely coincided together. And I was like, huh, I'm just going to, if I do take that, when I do take it, uh, I'm just going to, you know, be very cognizant of the, of it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Cause I mean, I, I, I threw some, uh, we, the hot dogs at the wall. I <laughs> was mad. You, th you threw hot dogs at the wall? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that and, and left a little stain and yeah. <laughs> I had to clean it up, but it wasn't ultimately like I didn't hit, you know, it was, it wasn't terrible, but you gotta just, I'm just getting a visual a, of hot dogs flying at the wall. So that's just, that's what I'm working with right now. <laughs> it was, it happened really fast and yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, I'm over it, but uh, anyways, so interesting that is interesting because we are like it's similar how like it's crazy how un or how similar a lot of us are we're going through our lives we're mm -hmm. doing our thing but at the like a lot of us do similar kind of like daily routines we're trying to take care of ourselves and and be optimal and you know but also have that, like the work life balance yep yeah, and, and that's a you know that's a an ongoing learning process, right? Like you know, everyone's going to have different you know thresholds of what they, um, you know, what they think is you know an appropriate balance. Um, you know, everyone's going to have different thresholds of um, you know what the people in their lives are going to be able to you know keep keep up with and and kind of handle. Um, and, you know, not to get you know into too much detail, but I mean that was a kind of going back to what I said earlier, um, you know, like this year being the year where I had to kind of take a step back and, and refocus and reassess, you know, I lost, uh, you know, I was engaged for two and a half, three years. And uh, I ultimately lost that relationship due to my work habits, um, you know, and, uh, and that's, yeah. that's really all there is to it. I lost a relationship. I became a, a version of myself that I had never seen before that nobody recognized my friends, my family, um, you know, my ex-fiance. Like I, I basically lost myself for two years, and um, I mean, would I do it again? 
yeah, if, you know, knowing what I know now, I'd do it again, but I'd make sure that I was, you know, staying, you know, keeping that balance and, and giving the time and the energy and the effort to the people around me because, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's tricky to, to navigate life when you're trying to build so much on your own, but then also, you know, stay present, you know, with the people and the things around you at the same time, and especially working from home, especially with, with COVID have, you know, being in the same spot with someone and, um, you know, not actually being physically present or you know, mentally present when they're sitting right next to you. And it's like, you're living two separate lives. And, um, you know, it's just, a, it's an, it's an interesting journey. I mean, again, like, like I just say it all the time, like life's weird, you know, life is it's ah. also, it's weird, it's so it's what, weird. but it's what you make it. It's like, at this point, you kind of have to let go of the expectations and, um, you know, just you know, keep an open heart, open mind. And as long as you're doing right by everyone that you're, you know, kind of coming into contact with, you know, everything will work out. I mean, that's basically my mindset at this point. You know, I got so fixated and focused on, on that growth um, that, you know, I was even neglecting myself. Like there were, you know, there was days and weeks where I, you know, would, not even like shower because I didn't feel like I had the time. Like I didn't want like none. And that's just uh, it's kind of one of those, that's like a little transcendental kind of, you know, thing that you go through where you're just, you really have to, you know, kind of lose yourself um, for a while to, you know, find yourself again. And it sounds like super cliche. And a lot of people, I don't even think get to that point where they lose themselves because they're constantly surrounded um, by, you know, so much external stimulation and, and trying to, you know, keep up with society around them that they never lose themselves, but they never find themselves too. So I embrace the solitude. Um, does it get lonely sometimes? Sure. I have great friends, great family, but, um, you know, learning what I learned, um, you know, basically by, by losing, uh, you know, what I thought was a forever relationship, um, you know, someone I was going to get married to, right. That's, you know, a, a pretty big deal, <laughs> um, yeah. over, over work, over money or business or whatever. Um, it really put things into perspective for me. So that's where, that's where I'm, that's the lens I'm, I'm kind of working through and living through now where it's, um, you know, I don't want to do too much, but I also, I know in my heart that I can't, I'm not going to stop. So it's really just working smarter, not harder, you know, things like that, trying to, uh, delegate, let go of all, taking all of the responsibility on as a business owner, you know, you have to, I'm sure, I mean, I know you get it. You have to know everything that's going on. Um, and you have to basically plan for X, Y, and Z that could pretend there's, there's so much to, to constantly be thinking about. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, fail to understand that, um, when they, when they meet entrepreneurs or people who are like us, who are self-employed, who rely on them, on themselves fully to, uh, to survive, to make a living. We have to shift that mindset, right. From survival to, okay, now I made it. Now I'm here. Now I can relax. Now I can again, take my foot off the gas, come up for air and figure out what's next. But to get to that point, you do have to grind and you have to make a lot of sacrifices and, uh, you know, people and things will get lost along the way. And that's just, uh, what I'm learning. You know? Yeah. You're young, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. that is, that is, that's harsh though. And, um, sorry, but no, it's, I, it's, our, it's a learning process, man. It's life. Yeah. It's life. I, Thank I, you, I you know, there's something beautiful about the solitude though. And, you know, um, I get a few minutes a day when I'm meditating and otherwise there's so much information constantly streaming yeah. through. And you, like you said, we have to be thinking about so many different variables all day, every day and checking. I'm constantly checking the numbers and making sure we're on mm -hmm. track because I have built, you know, like I've built these relationships and, and these like bills essentially like um you know i pay for promotion on your website and i pay sure. for promotion through these podcasters and youtubers and we have schedules and stuff and last year we were doing so good that we sold that we started selling out of you know our product and but i had these deals with these people and we you know, tens of thousands of dollars on the line for promotional uh, campaigns and stuff. And, and like months in advance, we've agreed to it. And, and now I'm like, well, fuck, I'm supposed to pay you, but we don't have this. It, we don't have that much inventory. Right. And, but it's a learning process. Cause we, I just, I kept my commitments. We made it, it, it hurt. Like we had enough to kind of 
kind of like it it could have just done a lot better and yeah. actually we probably did lose some money but uh yeah but like you said at the end of the day you know keeping your commitment you know in the yeah. short term it might not be the most uh you know beneficial or you know right. profitable thing but you have to you have to because without yeah. without that what else do you have you know that's if you can't keep a commitment um then you're not going to get very far you're not going to last very long yeah a lot of all of my relationships most of them are you know are based on the, my word you know like in right. the, you know what i said i was going to do and what they said they're going to do and i rarely do contracts and if i do it's like for a one-time thing and yep. i'm like i'm really shying away from them because like Last year, we were going to – Jorge Masvidal, we were making mm -hmm. like almost half a mil a month last year. And they come to me with Jorge Masvidal. He wanted $40,000 a month to sponsor his – for him to like promote Sheath. And I almost did it. Like, yeah. But had I, had I done that, it was it – was, well, it, it, it just what I was like – overstepping what I was, we were capable of, we would not have been able to maintain that. Cause then that we have like an economic downturn sales kind of start going down. Um, and they're going to be, you know, then I would have made this commitment. So, but I remember telling his management, I was like, just let's do a month. Like if it's as good as you say, it's, it is, then we won't, we won't have a problem. Why, why do we have to do this contract? Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, and logical. They yeah. were like, yeah, they were like, nah, we're not doing that. And I was like, well, then we can't, and then I can't work with you. And I ended up signing Brandon Marino, UFC yep. champion, for yep. 4000 like, so a 10% of the cost. Yeah. But here's, right. the, here's, now granted, Jorge is a bigger star, but we still didn't make our money back with Brandon. So, like, there's a... Yeah, 4 to 40, yeah, you've got to be wondering how much underwater you would have been on that deal, so... No, I hear yeah. you. I, uh, I'm the same way with contracts. You know, sometimes you, you absolutely do need them. Um, yeah. Cool. Some of my best relationships and um, partnerships just over the years and recently, yeah, they come from just that, you know, I keep my word, you keep your word. We're all making money. We're all happy. You know, everyone's doing the right thing. And, you know, that's the easiest yeah. way to do it. And I love those relationships. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, no, con yeah, contracts suck. But sometimes, yeah. yeah. Of course. Now yeah. I'm not saying I don't do them, but like recently, uh, I was we were working with this guy Tim Dillon. He's a comedian, podcaster, and 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 so his his management company reached out to me. Well, previous prior management. Long story. Anyways, sure. uh, another comedian, Andrew Santino, kind of a big. He's kind of he's been on Rogan a few times. He's got his yeah, own I'm familiar podcast. with the name. Yep. He's got like red hair and yep. and Bobby Lee, who's another semi well-known comedian in like that circle of Joe Rogan type thing, which we can, like I try to stay in that umbrella of people mm -hmm. because we have UFC, we got comedy, we got podcasts, and it's all dudes and it's all in our demo and 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 they kind of work together. Like if you hear me on this podcast and then you see this you have you know this fighter wearing it or, or any kind of combination then it all like triangulates and you're right. so and, and then you're like oh yeah sheath and then eventually when it's time to buy underwear you give yep. us a shot you got all the dots and connecting them and then yeah it's just that that recognition that multiple points of contact you know that yeah exactly it's a great way yeah to, yeah it's Smart. working yeah, yeah it's working it definitely works because if you scatter yourself out to too many different areas where they don't where they, they don't triangulate and connect then you're not getting those multiple hits from different right. angles and that's what i think is is very helpful but so we were going to go with this guy andrew santino and his new podcast and but the, the, his there's some agencies where they want to just they like they overcharge and some agencies are, are like more reasonable and and i feel like this guy charges like t twice two, three, four times what they should for their numbers. And, but he, he he's getting, a, somebody's paying it, you know, like well, yeah, $15,000 for a one minute spot. It's like on the podcast. And, yeah. yeah wow. Where there's multiple spots. Like we're not even the, the main, it's like, dude, I can't like, 
I don't want to get caught like um, lost in the middle of, of a ad read. Anyways, so I ended up pulling out of that deal because he he wanted to do four a four deal minimum and like that's fifty grand. Right. Let's try one, but yeah. he they didn't want to do that. So yeah, yeah. No, I so, mean, like you said, like scattering out. It, it's good to an extent. You get to test if you know if you uh-huh. can. If you can test the multiple you know outlets channels, try to try to see what. Um, you know, maybe what new audiences the products resonate yeah. with, but um, that's tough because, like you said, you know, the rates are in a lot of cases pretty extreme, um, and they're not willing for whatever reason to just let you, you know, give it a shot one time. I mean, it's, but it also goes back to the point where you know, if you're not having multiple touches, then you're not really going to make that big of an impact, anyways. If you only did, you know, say one spot as opposed to you know being on there three, four, or five times. Um, so, you know, you, I can look at it from both sides of the, of the yes. table, you know, being in that industry, you know, selling campaigns and, and coming up with campaigns and doing placements for clients. You know, I can look at it from that perspective, but I also, you know, have a consumer brand. So I look at it from that perspective too. And I think that's, I think that's one of the things that's actually helped me, you know, create the types of relationships and, um, you know, just being able to really empathize and understand the business owner side of it. Um, and you know, be able to kind of really be customizable and flexible with with my clients too, because I also sell products. I also have a business to run and budgets to to you know keep track of. So I get it. I get the you know the ROI, and um, you know that's that's king. And um, I, I'm of the mindset. I'm like you, where it's like I would rather you know do it once, do a really great job, and then you'll come back. And that's I don't have to worry about you know what we're gonna do six months down the line or three months online. You know. We'll do it one time, see what you think, we'll adjust it. If you want to come back and do something different, you know, we'll do it again. But, you know, you just got to trial and error um, and, and, yeah, not lock yourself into something that's going to put you underwater. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just being really careful now. And, yeah. and I've been a good, they say, like, judge of who's, gonna, who's hot and who's not. And right. um, so I'm just going to keep going with my gut. And it's usually some, if I, if I like it, then I'm going to promote it. And if I don't like it, I might still do it, but the numbers have to be like, have to work. We just tried this new guy, popcorn planet. Uh, he's a YouTuber. Okay. It, it, they were just covering the Johnny Depp trial, but man, they were fucking yeah. getting millions of hits each video. And we, we murdered, like he gave us such a good rate, like a $10 CPM. Shout out Andrew. <laughs> Uh, and um, that's solid. It it fucking dude. It was so good. And so that was trying something new. He wasn't in our circle, but he actually got referred to us by this other guy who is uh, the quartering, another YouTuber who does just like you know, Elon Musk is buying Twitter and like crying faces. All the <laughs> like the left are all crying. Oh, faces. Elon. Yeah. Oh, good old Elon. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> yeah. Did you, are you in the crypto? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I can painfully admit that I bought, uh, on the way down, I added, um, I bought pretty high uh, on Bitcoin and Ethereum and, uh, I don't know, but you know, it's, it's like they say, you know, don't invest what you're not willing to lose. So you got to go into it with a mindset of this could go to zero. And if you're not willing to lose all of that money, then don't do it in the first place. And, uh, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Uh, it's not looking good, but you know, it's not like it's not like trading options and all that, that wild stuff where right. you, know, you see. Yeah, um, you know, I do you're that not too. Go underwater. No, yeah. I do that too, but um, it's not like a guaranteed L if your if your contract or your you know stock goes sideways for a week and not guaranteed to be out that money. You know, you just got to kind of wait. I mean, I don't think anyone really know. I'm, I'm sure there's people out there who know what's going to happen with all the crypto stuff. Um, I don't think anyone who really knows is, is talking about it, though. We'll see. I, I don't know. At this point, you know, if you asked me six months ago, I was, you know, I was all gung-ho. I was like, yeah, we're going to 100K. Bitcoin yep. will be 100K by this time. And I, I had some big plans that happened. <laughs> but um, here we are. So, you know, it's whatever. That's, again, that's life. Life's weird. <laughs> that I didn't, didn't want to life- buy it when everyone was jumping on board and, and hooting and hollering and pounding the table about it. Um, and then, it's yeah, it's weird. It's the psychological aspect of, of trading and investing and all that, that's the hard part, man. The, the rest of it is just time and uh, patience, time and, and research, but the psychological part is, is wild. And I like to think of myself as a pretty 
you know, strong-minded, intelligent, you know, capable person, um, a lot of self-control, right? Um, and just ever since I got into the market, I've definitely noticed my stress levels increase because it's kind of like market hours. There's like my phone's going crazy, notifications, you know, left and right. And it's like information overload. You know, there's yes. just so much going on, especially with, you know, the economic climate in the world. Um, you know, just with everything going on, I think this is such a, again, I'm only 33. I, I haven't been through a lot of these types of cycles, but it's, uh, I don't think this is like anything anyone's ever seen before, obviously, for a number of reasons. So who knows? Right. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm so deep that <laughs> it's like, I got to I'm stay, I'm in, I'm in it for the long haul and yeah. I think it'll come back, but it's, there was just so much money pumped into the system this time last year it right. really you know hit it, a pinnacle it, it definitely yeah it skewed everything and it kind of just blew everything way out of proportion i think um i mean the use cases are there we'll see i, I think it's there's going to be a lot of uh a lot of uh coins kind of disappearing like we saw with Luna recently and all, all those things i think within our, you know the next six months a year we're going to see everything kind of get weeded out and then hopefully, um, you know, the champions, the ones that are going to actually, you know, really survive for the long haul, like you said, those will start to come back and we'll start to feel a little bit better about our decisions. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Luna, that was, a, that was ugly. That's fucked up. Oh, I was thinking of like the NFTs though. Like all these people that bought these like multi-million dollar NFTs. Yeah. No, I never got into that. Yeah. I'm glad because I feel like that would, I mean, it, yeah, I feel like that's just like the $12 million uh, lazy monkey or bored monkey. Yeah, is that like, stuff's wild. The bored apes, all that. Uh, yeah. I never really under, I mean, I understand it. It's not for me. It was one of those things no. that I guess when you have, when you have, you know, tens of millions, you know, everything kind of, you know, that perspective of what's, you know, what's worth it or not worth it or what you're willing to take a flyer on, it all changes, but. I never yeah. really understood that. I mean, I get the concept of like owning it and it's yours digitally, but I mean, it's kind of, it goes back to that whole thing that and I'm, I'm not sure of the exact phrase, but it's like, um, or who even said it, I, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but like you'll own nothing and you'll be happy to do it or something like that. You'll own nothing Charles and be happy Schwab. doing it. Yep. Yeah, so Charles, it's kind of like all of these digital, it's, it's, it's scary. It's, it's like, I'm staying cognizant of it, right? You have to stay cognizant of it, but it's also like you can't, I fell down that rabbit hole for a while. Um, all the con conspiracies. Um, oh, me too. I'm all. I'm yeah, still in so, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in it, but it's like I'm in it, but it's like you have, you have to, to be able to kind of look up and see back. the world for what it is too. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll get lost on there, man. And that's kind of, I think, going back to earlier when I was saying, like, you know, I, I kind of lost myself for a while, and it's um, and and why people don't believe me that I haven't taken psychedelics. It's like you just when you have that and i think it's what goes back to the solitude you have that time alone um yeah. to get into that state um and the meditation is a huge part of it but you really your eyes open up to uh you know the, the the layers of the onion starts really peel back and you can see you know what's going on around you and that's we don't really know what that is necessarily but you can see that it's uh maybe not necessarily the most uh pleasant things but you got to make life pleasant for you got to make life pleasant for yourself and try not to save the world <laughs> so. yeah just like turning off the news really can help yeah. with all of that it's all just like a distraction get gay right i mean like gay rights love gay rights trans all the rights everybody should have all the rights yeah all of it i mean it's I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's wild that we even have to it's wild and it's unfortunate that we even as a society have to debate these things. Why is it not? Just well, we don't standard? have to debate it. I don't think right. I feel like we they don't. put it in. A, yeah. They put, put it out there. And like it is a debate. Exactly. I'm like, I, I, I don't, like, I don't mind. Go to the bathroom. Really? No, it's, it's the truth. It's a, it's the narrative that's being, you know, kind of projected and cast on all of us. And, you know, cause you look around and you're like, you can see, you'll see it on the news, but it's like, you don't see that walking down the street. I don't see that with anyone. I don't, which is, it's great no. not to see it, but then you, you're being told that it's there and it's like, well, if you say so, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. If, if there were no issues, um, like that, then a lot of people in, uh, in Washington would not have jobs. So exactly, you know, if they're solving problems, then they have no jobs. So that's kind of my, my mindset is there's always going to be a problem and they're going to keep, uh, 
keep getting bigger and better. So we feel like uh, we need something there to kind of support us and save us. But uh, Daddy. it doesn't look like that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, they create a problem. I mean, create a problem so they could be the solution for the problem, and you got to come to them. And I mean, that's yeah, my whole it's a great business model. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> model. It's not. It's not the way to uh, to manage uh, you know, hundreds of millions of people or billions of people, but that's what it is. Dude, it's a. It's like there's they kick a little like they disturb the beehive, and then we don't pay attention to all of the looting of the tax dollars that's occurring. Mm. And just going into some black hole, black military black hole expense budget, you know? Yeah. For, well, well, hopefully, whatever they're spending it on, they come up with something fun and exciting. Because uh, yeah, I'm ready. That's, I'm ready for the you know cue cue the uh, cue the UFOs, the alien invasion, right? That's I like what I'm it. I like for now. <laughs> optimism. Yeah, I heard that they were gonna like they were trying to evacuate L.A. In New York, really? so that they can remodel them as these smart cities, and um, you know, but I heard it once, but it really stuck. It was probably like Alex Jones or something. And uh, oh, are you talking I'm, back maybe like during COVID times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. and people just you know make you know you make a hypothesis it's like this could be happening i don't know and with charles schwab talking about our you know you're not going to own anything and you're going to be and you're going to love it or whatever um i don't think it's charles schwab but it's one of the it's something like that klaus it's like, klaus. Like klaus hans is it like hans klaus or something like that <laughs> it's some it's some sort of now i gotta look it up now i gotta know because we're 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 talking. Is that all right? Yeah. Yes, it is absolutely 100% okay. Let's and see. it's I know it has to do with like Davos and the World yeah. Economic Forum and I think it's Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Klaus is yeah. And uh yeah, World Economic Forum, yeah, Schwab, yeah, Klaus. I don't know if he's one of the like descendants of the Schwab. Klaus Schwab, yeah. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. But it's 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 crazy. Yeah, I see. I even saw a uh, a post about uh, last night. Um, so we were talking about NFTs. I saw a post about um, SBTs, soul bound tokens. Have you heard of that one? Uh huh. So yeah, I think it's relatively new. It's the founder of Ethereum. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Something yeah, I, I probably know. can't pronounce anyways. Ivan, I think, but something I can't pronounce last name. Uh, but soul bound yeah. tokens. So basically. Um, it's similar to uh, basically like a digital wallet where they're talking about the use cases like, so for example, maybe you, you got your degree from a university. They're going to give you your degree in this so as a soul bound token in this wallet that, um, you know, obviously you only have access to it, but then other, you know, institutions can access it and, and see, or like an employer can see like, oh, you have your degree from so-and-so. But, and I mean, that's cool. Like you, and, and their logic is, um, because people will like sell sell degrees or sell um, you know certificate basically anything that can be copied and replicated and, and forged or you know faked whatever it is um, the, mm -hmm. that's the use case that they're putting out there but in my mind you know directly I just went to you'll own nothing and be happy about it so I have a degree right but do I have it hanging on my wall have you sent it to me do I have any proof other than it being out in you know the in in the internet and in the cloud and the metaverse, where is it? Where is my degree? Right. Um, other than on this, on the screen, right? If I don't have this, if this goes away, if the internet gets turned off or if this app gets deleted oh, yeah. or any number of things happen, what proof of anything that I own exists? It's gone. <laughs> it's the digital world and it's fucking scary. That it's is like what's freaky. happening to tangible, tangible things. Like there's no, you know, yeah. no cash, no, you don't even have possession of, of your own degree. I mean, what, you know, you're going to, what do you have? What do you possess? <laughs> so no. it, it, that was a wild thought to me. Um, and just the name, like soul bound. So it's just like, it's weird. It's weird. That did it's sound, like that. Does sound yeah. That Where did you go to the, school? The, the, uh, <laughs> I went to, I went to six colleges. Uh, nice. Yeah. I went to six colleges uh, over seven years. Um, wow. but I graduated from West Con. I, I got a degree in, uh, journalism with like a focus on professional writing. Um, I have cool. a minor in criminal justice. 
I had started my master's um, in sports management. I was GA coaching uh, wide receivers out of East Stroudsburg University, uh, Pennsylvania, back in 2014. Um, I played through college. I played at WestCon, uh, and then I nice. ended up, you know, starting my master's out there. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I thought I wanted to uh, get into coaching college football, um, or maybe even, you know, eventually the NFL. I love the sport. Um, you know, it's, it's been an amazing part of my life for a number of reasons. Um, but then ultimately in 2014, I just, the, the schedule of it, it was for, for who I am and who I was realizing I am. Um, you know, at that time we were you know, talking about almost, you know, eight, nine years ago, the schedule was too much. I didn't have any free time. And it was one of those wow. things where, you know, you know, as a coach, that's basically it. You're like, that's what you do. That's you're there in the office, you're away from the family and friends and all that stuff. And, um, I, I felt that right away. And it was just taking way too much, way much more time than I wanted to. I still love it. I still think it's an amazing game. Um, you know, physically and mentally, the types of things uh, you have to do. You know, that's a year-round thing. I mean, most sports are, but I feel like football really is the one sport where you don't really have the quote-unquote off-season. Um, you know, because you're always learning, you're always training, you're always, you know, kind of growing as an athlete there. Um, so just the cerebral aspect of the game and um, – yeah, nice. it's one of those things. Yeah, big part of my life. Big, I never thought of, of, my life. of it like that in the sense that, because from the casual viewer, they're like smashing into each other, you yeah, know, and trying it, to move it does a ball. Look very, very uncoordinated and uh, kind of lackluster. Um, but yeah, you, you would be surprised the, the amount of preparation and um, just. The, the the pro the information processing especially at the highest level you know, you know the college level is pretty intense obviously but i i can't speak to the pro level but yeah it's uh it's a very intricate game um uh, it's it's probably more mentally challenging than physically challenging to be honest um wow and that's why I yeah I, I love it yeah and that's how i feel the about the market too it's just uh yeah like the, the market like that's why i love it like it's cool to make money and all that but like the challenge um like you versus you and then you know the, the research and, and just having to stay on top of you know the world events around you just anything that's going to keep me you know focused front centered and um you know just aware of everything is is what i like i like challenges like that so i've been playing chess and that keeps me okay it's it yeah you gotta you either get a get into it or not get into it but i'm like super deep into like i play for a couple hours a day probably yeah and, that's awesome but, but yeah. it's like it could i mean it could be a kit like likened to maybe surfing or climb a rock wall climbing because you, you have to keep your total focus on the game and so you can't think of anything else. So it's kind of like right. it just fully wipes immersed. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's an I, awesome feeling to find something that gives you that. Exactly. So I'm kind of riding that to the point where, but like yes. I have this weird addiction problem where Addicted now I'm to playing chess. too much. I'm sorry. There's a massive plane flying over here right now. Yeah. Oh, it's actually it's a helicopter. Right. I live right by Sikorsky. It's a. It might be a Blackhawk. It's a pretty giant helicopter. Usually they come in twos, the Blackhawks. Yeah, the no, twos. there's only... No, okay, so there's only one, but I live... I'm sure you're familiar with Sikorsky. I live right by there. Um, nice. We see some pretty cool stuff flying over here once in a while. Big. Anyways, no, so go back to the chess, because that's... Uh, who do you, you play online? Do you play in person? You yeah. Do both, or... I do both, but I mainly play online against other people and a similar skill level. And as you get better, it kind of, they'll put you against better and better people. So it's constantly a challenge. And, but like when I was younger, I, I was, I loved skateboarding and playing basketball and both to, and, and like I was addicted to both of those, I would say also, because I would just play or skate all day, every day until i got hurt like my body would like my ankles essentially was what gave out for those oh yeah skating and basketball yeah i will do it yeah and with chess it's like i'll get like burnout on my, my brain and uh but then i'll keep playing and then i'll start losing because i'm so burnt out and my score goes down and i'm like i have to stop you have to yeah. like stop 
No, I know exactly. What, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, it's yeah. You, 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 people don't understand. I think the the mental burnout when you're so committed and so kind of, I mean, for lack of a better word, obsessed. I mean, that yeah. just has a negative connotation to it, which you know, an obsession. You know, it's like um, you know, people, people, lazy people call you know committed people obsessed or you know something like that. Um, something that 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 saying goes. I like it. But uh, I like it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pushing, I'm botching everything. All these all these things. But um, <laughs> I'd like no, you're not. You're doing great. I like but, it. But um, no, that's that's awesome to be able to like just kind of eliminate the world around you for a couple hours um, is a a gift that not many people give themselves. So yeah, it's hard to find something. Do you? What do you do? You know, like for that. I think I'm still. I'm, I'm figuring that out. I think um, after these last two years, um, I'm definitely with you on the burnout, the mental burnout. You know, it's it's not easy right now to do to do the you know to keep up with the daily routine uh, in terms of like you know work requirements and you know trying to figure out how to scale everything. And um, so when it comes time to really I guess turn off and, and distract myself or you know find release. I honestly just throw on some music and lay down, uh, you know, on my bed or the beach, and I just, I just, I don't think about anything. Nice. I, just, I truly turn it off, and right now that's working for me. It can, it's starting to get a little boring, but I know it's what I need right now, and I'll find, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hopefully find something like you have um, with chess, but it's it's kind of like. Right now, it's kind of like a, a transitionary period of growth, but also like we started off with, just um, not doing too much and not letting the burnout continue. So I'm gonna no, I'll I think, find it. I'll find no, that's it. no. Just turning it off, like that, sitting down, laying down. Just if you can just do that. For, I mean, that's actually probably better because you need that it's like a recharge kind of type thing it really is yeah and i mean people always ask like you just asked me like what do i what do i do for fun like what what what's my thing it's like man that's that's it like i'm so happy doing that it just feels so good it feels really good yeah. to you know grind 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 produce 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 and then i'll rest you know i that's it i you know for me i i love that i love earning that time and they you know that's kind of a disordered way of, of thinking about it um depending on who you ask you know earning your rest like rest a lot of people say like rest is not earned it's you know it's a necessity um but i think that's kind of what separates you know what people are you know people who are able to go out and accomplish things and create things and versus those who are you know content living a nine to five or you know building for someone else and there's nothing wrong with that don't get me wrong like I, I almost most of the time envy people yeah. who can do that and be happy doing it because um, right. I know I can't. I, I've tried. Right. I know I can't work for someone else. I know I can't give the the energy and the creativity um, and the effort for anyone else. You know, it just it's it's a it's it's, it's hard to explain. But um, I'm sure you get that. You know, it's I, I wish oh, yeah. I, at, at times at times I wish I could be content following the crowd um but i i know i can't i've been there i came really close last year actually before my relationship ended i came you know i thought about shutting it all down i thought about i was taking interviews to go um you know do whatever whatever job i could find that was just gonna pay my bills give me some benefits and uh allow me more of that time um you know to, to experience life but i'm happiest when i'm doing what I'm doing right now, which is just kind of taking it day by day and uh, just building and just being being my own boss, being able to create and just giving having those opportunities. So I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm happiest doing. Yeah, yeah, you, it's like the grind, the hustle, um, you're doing it yourself. There you don't get the turn off though, like that when five o'clock hits, you punch out and then you go drink right. some beers with the bros and right. watch the TV and just turn it all off. Yeah. There's no turning it all off, really. You know, and I, I try to do it. Don't get me wrong, I try, and um, 
you know, sometimes it's enjoyable, but most of the time my, my mind is elsewhere and, you know, people, my friends, they notice that. Um, so like, like I said, I, I'm personally taking that, making that effort to, to be more present, to, uh, set some boundaries with, you know, the amount that I work. And then obviously, uh, I mean, this time of year, it's great. Um, lots of concerts, lots of time on the beach, you know, paddle boarding, kayaking, hiking, all that good stuff. Um, I really oh, yeah. enjoy doing that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what it's about. I like going places where I can't use my phone, <laughs> um, because then I'm forced to just be there and accept it. Yeah, and in the past, totally. in the past, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, uh, in the past, I wouldn't have even put myself in that position. I'd be like, if I if I don't have service, I'm not going. If I can't check my emails, I'm not going. You know, um, but now I, I understand that you know the, that life, the world can wait at times. And, um, yeah, a little while. Yeah, it can wait a little, a little while. while. A little while. Uh, I was just thinking about like with one of the last deals we did. It was, I mean, not the last deal, but anyway, we did uh, like this celebrity instagram thing and it was like tori spelling and mm. people that are my age remember her from beverly hills 90210 and yep. it's like a super mega star and you were able to connect us and she ended up ordering more for her and her husband or reaching oh, out yeah, and cool. asking for more yeah and we sent them more awesome. but, but it was just a really cool experience and i was curious like how you were able to manage you know these mm. these big name connections and stuff <laughs> i mean yeah no that tori spelling was one of the the very first ones we did um yeah back in 2020 right after mm -hmm. uh right after our, our thing with richard sherman which was awesome i don't know if you were a part of that one we worked with richard no, we sherman missed that when one. he was yeah yeah when he was with the niners that was a very serendipitous uh campaign because they ended up being in the super bowl that year and um they were yeah, just, remember they were on a tear yeah i think i i mean i booked that in like october they were eight and oh and i mean i I was I became a Niners fan. I was like, damn, we're gonna have a campaign. He's gonna be in the Super Bowl. That's awesome. So that was really cool to have happen. Um, you know, Tori Tori was great. Um, yeah, I mean, managing all of these connections and um, I mean, I it's like when people ask me or, or just in in general when 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 people ask like, how did you do all this? It's it's almost like I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's like tunnel vision and you almost kind of have to you almost have to kind of dissociate at times when you're like going through this these stages of growth and like trying new ideas and stuff because if you're thinking too much about it um you know fear and ego and all these things will start to kind of creep in and um you know kind of inhibit you whereas you know back you know the last two years literally i just um i, I mean I, I couldn't tell you you know I, I if if i had to do it again i don't know that i could um, because it was just one of those things where you just kind of have to show up every day and, um, and just, you know, make sure you're, you're checking the boxes, whatever those boxes yeah. are. Cause like you don't, you don't know what, what's going to happen day to day. Right. Um, so just being prepared and always being vigilant on watch, which again, goes back to being able to turn it off, but yeah, managing those connections. It's cool. I mean, they're, they're usually pretty easy. Um, you know, I have some, some really good, uh, relationships with, you know, different, um, management teams around the around yeah. the country that have you know nice rosters of clients um, yeah. of talent that they yeah. work with i've been able to make some connections with some um you know independent you know influencers or public figures celebrities what have you who don't use um agencies so to speak and i'm kind of that main point of contact um and it was a it was a new thing for me and it was a learning experience i came from um you know starting modern athletic health where it was really just um you know content marketing um so there wasn't anyone else kind of involved you know we were just doing you know, the product reviews and and the content marketing and the social marketing but yeah when you start adding in um you know the influencer aspects and, and working with some of these larger accounts um it's it's not necessarily that much more tricky to be honest i mean they're all they're yeah. people just like us right they're people yeah. just like us they're running a business and it goes back to that thing of you know having contracts or not having contracts um just building the relationships and um uh yeah just you know they're, they're people you know they have large social media accounts you know people might notice them walking down the street but i've learned you know just uh treat out it's, it's so simple man just treat others how you would want to be treated and um we're all people at the end of the day so that's yeah that's how i approach all those kind of relationships and those deals yeah that's funny yeah they, they just get in like the network well you meet one person who introduces you to another you work with one guy they kind of say you know um, suggest you work with someone else or, or 
whatever. I remember like the very first UFC or fighter. We got this fighter, Kyle the Monster Nelson, who's he just signed another multi deal contract with the UFC, even though he's one and two, and he's fighting again <laughs> soon. Um, but like that led to Team Alpha Male, and then <clears throat> from Team Alpha Male, we got a couple other all like these smaller fighters, and now. Michael Mallet and you know you probably don't know him, but anyways, like these guys, they're in the UFC now, five years later. But from that small kind of like he was fighting for this small organization in Canada, Kyle was, and he was a champion. But that just kind of snowballed into more fighters, more fighters now, and you know to the champion of the world at one sure. point, and he's fighting for the belt again next month, but. Um, and I, I've have got to talk to him. Jorge Masvidal called me. That was pretty cool when he was trying nice. to like seal the seal the deal. Uh, nice. And I, yeah, that. So that was. I've had it's. You know, I wouldn't necessarily know how it all. Oh, I guess I do know how it started. It just starts like with a very small engagement, and then you know you just keep growing and keep going and keep building that web. It's like a web, a network, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you hit it right in the head. It's just, you, you just have to start and, uh, not really give your, not really just put any expectation on where it's going. Like there's no, there's no necessarily end goal. Um, it's really just one day at a time, you know, being productive every single day and just, you know, kind of, like you said, starting small and, um, letting it shape itself. Right. If you, if you try to put, spit something into a box that is just not going to fit, and then what then you have, then you're you're sitting there with an empty box right you're sitting yeah. there you're, you're you're forcing something you have to be able to adapt in life whether it's with business whether it's relationships what whatever it is i mean if you're so focused on a specific outcome chances are that's not going to happen like people always ask me especially when i was like doing um you know startups and writing business plans and stuff i fucking hate writing business plans why because business plans they're going to be Change. useless in yeah 30 days down the line it's going to be completely different um so it's like i don't like to i don't like to spend time on on those types of things i would rather put my time and energy into just doing it and yep. adapting rather yep. than saying oh it's going to do xyz and then x doesn't happen so then yz is out the window yeah, you so, spend all this time planning if for it to not even so for so everything to change mid right. plan. <laughs> so I've never understood that. Um, yeah, it's just it's like analysis paralysis. You just you start, yes, you just got to yes. start. Everyone, Do everyone it, always yeah. says, yeah, just start. That's like my best advice to anyone when they ask me. It's like, well, how do what, where do you start? Anywhere? Where do you think you should start? <laughs> I like that. I'm right. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a slogan. That's like a motto. Yeah, just my, start. My nipples are hanging out, though. I should have put on hey, a shirt. Hey, <laughs> sexy. Well, that's... I think we've come to, like, a good stopping are, point. Are we going to end on my nipples hanging out? <laughs> well, we'll end on Just Start. I like the yeah. Just Start. It's a it's yeah. a slogan. It's a campaign model. Like, and, and I think, yeah. you know, and then... Because then you, like, you fuck up. And then you figure out what you did wrong and you, and then you, you don't stop. Yeah. You just keep going. It's, you know, you have to fuck up. Things have to go wrong so you can figure out how to make them not go wrong next time. It doesn't mean to just stop, you know? Yeah. No, but never. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to, we were finally able to like, I know, I know it was a a string of, it was the universe. It just wasn't the right time. (laughs) No, but it happened. It was a pleasant surprise. It was very fun to talk to you. Thank you very much for making setting you know aside this time. No, thanks for asking me to come on. It was uh, definitely not what I not something I was expecting. Um, just because you know the success mindset. It's like well, it's so subjective and uh, it's almost like you. It's it's hard to embrace and accept success at times because you don't want to get complacent. So nope. it's like you almost don't want to hear. Here, you don't want to hear praise because then it's like, well, can I take a break then? Am, am I good? And it's like, no, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> uh, no, but, man, you're killing it, dude. You're doing thanks, great. Bro. And No, you uh, guys are too. It's, it's, it's always awesome. I love seeing everything you guys do. Um, one of the probably most creative and authentic brands I think I've ever come across, honestly. And you've stayed that way since, since day one. So that's awesome. <laughs> thanks, man. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on. If thanks we can do it. Me. 
we weren't fucking stoners and shit. We're, we're, we're making our, our life for ourselves. So if we can do it, you can do it out there. Okay. Anyone can do it. That's Just it. start. <laughs> Just start. <laughs> All right, man. All right, well, thank you so I, much. Thank you. Have a, have a good, right. great rest of your day and we'll be in touch. Thanks. All right. Okay. Bye. bye. And that was fun. He was cool. I did. I had never met him. So cool to see him he looked like just a cool dude and he was a cool dude and we're both trying you know doing what we can to make a living for ourselves and our families and stuff so that's kind of what i try to bring to you on these podcasts people who are living you know living their dream or or, or striving for for their dream and i assume that's maybe why you're watching this or you want to see some see me and what i'm up to and i appreciate that as well so thank you again this has been another episode of the robert Patton global podcast we'll see you next time